Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to Cracker Classics. Yay. Hey, weekly podcast where I, Joshua, and I, Ian, watch an older movie and talk about how it looks through today's eyes. And usually get pretty creeped out. Usually. There's definitely going to be some of that today. Yes. Though not as much as there could have been. <laughs> we'll probably talk about that. Uh, yeah, we were originally going to watch Caligula, but I forgot to bring the DVD over, so instead we're watching uh, a different sort of monstrosity, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The next best thing. <laughs> They're both about sadistic dictators with too much power. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, plenty of power dynamics. And abuse. Yeah, uh, yep. See, there's parallels here. There's definitely there's parallels. <laughs> there's just no sex in Willy Wonka. Not on screen. Yeah, we'll see what how much is implied. <laughs> um, you know, definitely seen this movie a good number of times. Yes. But never in a very judgy light. Nope. So I'm... Uh, I'm intrigued. Well, I watched it very judgily from a perspective of someone who loved the book. Okay. I, I had my issues there, for sure. I actually never read the book. Oh, I loved the book. It was the first chapter book I read all the way through. Nice. In one day when I was four. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's enough of that. I'm tooting my own horn shit. <laughs> Clearly, I have fallen since those days. Well... <laughs> You peek early in some things sometimes. Uh, yep. It happens. Like the kid in Willy Wonka. I see him <laughs> peek early. Has he done anything else? Not really. I don't think so. Because he was good in this, if I remember yeah, correctly. It's been star, a few years since I've seen this, so there's that. I've seen it fairly recently, in the past couple of years, I think. I, I remember Violet being terrible. Veruca Salt was a pretty good mean She's mean good, girl. terrible. She's good, terrible. She plays the terrible really well. Yeah, but Milo was just bad. <laughs> I don't know how much I plan to critique the acting of children. I mean, they're kids in a precarious situation of being they, filmed in front I, of a I bunch of seen, adults. I, I have seen too many good child actors to honestly put up with crap. Fair enough. There's good child actors out there. Aside from the children, what's going to be a problem here? You mean aside from the slave labor? I guess it's not as bad in this, but... uh... It's more candy-coated in this, isn't it? Just sort of ignore the fact that there's slave labor going on, I think. Yeah, at least they're not from Darkest Africa, like the book. Oh my. Yeah, the book's bad. I think it's been changed in later printings, but... uh... Still. Yeah. Originally, the Oompa Loompas were from Darkest Africa. Hmm. That's great. comforting. Thank you, Roald Dahl. Hey, he was a racist bastard. <laughs> Not surprised there. But damn, did he turn a good tale. Good tale about white kids. Shall we get to it? Yeah, let's see some terrible children. Hooray! Yeah. We'll be back with intermission impressions and uh, a need to brush our teeth. Most likely. Yeah. We'll be back. Okay, I have questions. <laughs> and I have some issues, but mainly questions. Why is there no media coverage for Charlie? Yeah, he showed up in the papers. the day before? 
I suppose. But yeah, no, there should be more media coverage for Charlie. Yeah, Agreed. A huge hoopla for everyone else, but not for Charlie. We don't yeah. see that. Also, what is so special about Grandpa Joe? Why does he get to be the one that is doted on Because he's by Charlie's Charlie? favorite. But I just feel bad for the other three. Nobody cares about them. Apparently. I don't They're not Grandpa like Joe. That. At least in the remake, it's sort of explained as to why he was picked to go. Because he used to work at the factory. You know, yeah, they, so that it, was dumb. It was dumb, but at least there was an explanation and not just, you're my favorite and I love you and He's, these other three well, are just clearly, NPCs. The other three are NPCs and Joe like gave him chocolate and gave up tobacco to help support the family. And <laughs> Charlie decided to enable his yeah, tobacco was, smoking at one point. Well, he wanted to, but then then Grandpa Joe spent the money on chocolate, because chocolate's more important. Mm-hmm. It is. It's truth. Also, how does that candy shop make a profit? The only time you see money exchanging hands is when Charlie's in there. Oh, it had, there the has to bar. be tabs. It's, it's rich people's kids, and he just sends them a bill. Uh, probably. That's the strange part about that scene of, all these kids are just having candy showered upon them, and they're pulling it off the walls with n- just having the time of their lives. And then we pan to Charlie, who's just standing outside looking in the window. And that's a super creepy song with the guy, and the, it's so creepy. Yeah. Pretty much every adult in here is creepy. And I really did not realize that the Candyman song was from this. I don't know how that <laughs> escaped me before, but... It's a creepy song. It is a creepy song. That's yeah. part of why I didn't think, but then it is, oh, this movie is super creepy. Mm-hmm. Super creepy. We've got Slugworth touching the kids as if he's Joe Biden. Yep. Uh, At least he's not sniffing their hair. I think that got cut out in editing. I mean, <laughs> the two girls, I mean, there's a hand on the shoulder reaching over a little bit right up in their ear. It's creepy. It's super creepy. Ugh. And then Wonka touches all the kids in weird ways, too. Except, except for, Charlie. for Charlie. Just takes his ticket. And it, like, it's it's so creepy. It's weird. And then, uh, oh, I've got other questions about Slugworth. His appearance everywhere just bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know how the movie ends and who Slugworth really is. But if we're supposed to be led to believe that he is the bad guy, wouldn't he have orchestrated to get a better spy in there instead of just, oh, you're the kid who got it. Here, do this for me. Yeah, I knew exactly where you were going to be the moment you find the ticket, but I couldn't have orchestrated it to get one of my people to get the ticket. You must do my bidding for me, strange child. No, that's... Shut up. (laughs) I think those are all my big... uh, questions now i've got my uh, issues okay we have german stereotyping well of course which we also have south american stereotyping but also capitalist stereotyping well yeah peruka is just classic capitalist oh yeah i found it it's mine i did all of the work to find it Ignore the fact that I was just bitching about all of these workers doing the work for me and how they're not pulling through for me Oh, you came through for me? I did all the work. Me. Right Felt here. a little more imperialist than capitalist. Well, what's the difference? Um, 
Moving on. Uh, within the <laughs> first 30 seconds of this movie, I immediately think of child labor. Oh, of course. Because what do we get? Cacao beans. Yep. I don't know about the rest of you, but I immediately think child labor. Unfortunately. And then having Slugworth get the kids to do stuff for him. That's borderline child labor. Those child spies. A little different. It's still labor, though. Eh. If you're spying for someone, you're working for them. Yeah, but they're at least paid well. Depends on your boss. 10,000 of these. That's true. That was a decent payment. Yeah, I'm assuming he was talking about 10,000 bundles of money, not just the the one bundle being 10,000, because it was definitely not 10,000. Yeah, that was kind of vague. He just said 10,000 of these. I'm like, well, what are these? Are they one pound notes? Are they 50 pound notes? Is it the bundle of whatever pound notes? It's like, yeah, it was pretty vague. Or did you just not listen? It was 10,000 doll hairs. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a capitalist trick. Yeah. Not imperialist. That's the difference right yeah, there. There's your difference. Trick. This is much more of a capitalist circle jerk movie. I mean, we have this mass hysteria over a silly marketing campaign. Yeah. We do have the uh, issues of disability in here. Yeah. Willy Wonka totally just faking being disabled when he first comes out. Yeah. And I don't re even really understand why. Just to fuck with people. Well, that's awful. I would. Well, I would fuck with people. I don't know if that's how I'd do it. <laughs> but if I was a famous recluse, yeah, my first appearance in 20 years, goddamn right I'm fucking with people. I don't know. I was entertained. I wasn't. Maybe if I hadn't seen it before, then I'd been like, oh... He did a tumble, he's okay. Well, I'm thinking back to the first time I saw it, and it was entertaining. I don't remember my first time seeing it. still kind of entertaining as it is. Okay. I think it's one of those, it takes too long. You know, it's like a good minute and a half of him limping down the stairs and the cane. and Yeah. What I really wanted to have happen was that skinny, bendy cane just snap under his weight. That would have been cool. But that didn't happen. That would have been more fun. Yep. I think I've been uh, commanding the conversation here. What do you think? Um, too much singing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Mom's song was dumb. Yeah, we didn't need that. The Candyman song was creepy. I've Got a Golden Ticket was Grandpa Joe, not Charlie, which was weird. Yeah, he didn't have the ticket. Um, yeah, too much singing. <laughs> Though I do appreciate that we're actually, like, setting the whole thing up, and there's establishing who these characters are, and... Yeah. You don't, you don't get that too much nowadays. You don't spend the first half of the movie setting it up. That's true. And it's something I kind of miss, although, even though there was too much singing. I, I, I could have done with the first third of the movie being a setup. Mm -hmm. but, but we don't even get that nowadays. It's That's true. But with all that set up, it still doesn't feel like Charlie is all that... Fleshed out? Yeah, he's yeah. not all-rounded character. He's just no. this good-natured kid. Like, he's got a good head on his shoulders, wants to do what's right for the family, who's not well off, and, you know, take care yeah. of people and stuff. But he's kind of melodramatic, and just really, really wants this one thing. And it's weird... 
Yeah. Is it just because he's been affected by the advertising? No. Or... See, in the book... <laughs> uh, yeah. Please shed light on us, this for me. Um, In the book, he is totally obsessed with chocolate. Mm. Like, it's the most important thing in the world to him. And Wonka, of course, is the best chocolate. Mm-hmm. Because it's Wonka. Makes sense. So he's just got this absolute obsession with chocolate that isn't really portrayed in this at least not very well like we get that one scene where he's wolfing down the candy bar and the after he finds the money in the street Mm -hmm. and that's um kind of like a similar scene happened in the book but part of the reason he wolfed down the candy bar is because he has to live on thin cabbage soup right like he's a hungry kid and it's chocolate yeah um there's a much deeper obsession with chocolate in the book that's not that makes sense properly fleshed out here in the movie yeah whereas here he's just poor and they do kind of get that point across of well he might really like chocolate but he just can't afford to they don't do it very well no i mean it's kind of subtly in there of oh well i could spend this money on chocolate but no grandpa i want you to smoke your tobacco yeah. There's a little maturity in him of not spending the money on what I want, but on providing for those around me. Sort of. But yeah. then he still like cries himself to sleep. When the last golden ticket is <laughs> yeah. supposedly found. And yeah, it's... Exactly. I don't know. I'm a little disappointed that this movie was also written by Roald Dahl, because he does such a better job with the book. Well, just because he wrote it doesn't mean... Yeah. Everything he wrote made it in uh, the final cut, true. you know. Like Caligula. <laughs> or Vidal originally wrote that script. No, uh, I'm Charlie's teacher. <laughs> I want to bring him up. Mainly because he had this great line, for a student to teach his teacher is presumptuous and rude. Yep. I think that's a terrible thing for a teacher to say. Absolutely. freaking lutely I mean, it... We're talking the early 70s here, so of course, children don't know shit, and you can't learn anything from a child. And it's a much more authoritarian model of teaching. Exactly. It is, I am the vessel of great intelligence, and you are just empty blank slates that I will fill your minds with my genius. But he's clearly not, because he can't figure out that two out of a thousand is 0.2%. Yeah. Like... You're doing out of a thousand, your percentages are super fucking easy, and you can't figure out what two out of a thousand is, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, and for as big a genius as he claims to be, he still gets swept up in marketing campaigns. Well, everybody in this movie gets swept up. Literally everybody in this movie gets swept up in marketing campaigns. Yeah, which is just sort of sickening. Except for Wonka, I suppose. Well, yes, the mastermind behind the marketing campaign, he knows better. And uh, possibly Slugworth. Yeah. Just knowing who he actually is. I don't remember that, so we're going to move on from that. Okay, you don't remember who Slugworth actually is? I didn't until you started talking about that. Okay. Now I'm thinking that like he works for Wonka or something. Or I remember right. To... He's... Yeah. It was one of those tests that Wonka submits to these children. Until you mentioned it, I had totally forgotten that that was a thing. No spoilers, sorry. That's I remember right. that. I mean, I've seen this movie a couple dozen times, mm-hmm. so 
And I gotta say, I'm, I'm getting disappointed here. There's a reason I haven't watched it in several years. Yeah, this was never a huge favorite or mine. I never, like, loved it. I always liked the book better. And I was disappointed in this for reasons and disappointed in the Johnny Depp version for reasons. Mm-hmm. And I still think they should make a proper adaptation, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. So Probably not, no. This is the best we got. Deal with it. <laughs> Probably is the best we got, and that makes me very sad. Yeah... Oh, no. Now that we're going into the factory, we'll see the level of toxicity. Oh, it's pretty. Yeah, but don't Everything. let that distract you from the toxicity. Oh, I won't. We do have the creepiest scene imaginable coming up, and I love it. <laughs> it is the best thing about this movie. Well, shall we get to it? Yes. All right. We'll finish up and uh, see how sickly sweet we feel. Saccharine. Mmm. Oh, this movie's horribly overrated. A bit, yeah. It could have been something, maybe. Yeah. But it's too much of that capitalist wet dream. Especially that last line. Kid who gets everything he wants has lived happily ever after. Yeah. Ignoring the fact that Veruca Salt got everything she ever wanted, and she's never fucking happy. Because she doesn't know what she wants. But then what does that mean? If you get everything you want. How and, do you know what you want? Yeah, that's that. You know? That's the sticky wicket. I, yeah. There's sort of a Christian allegory in here. Sort of. Gloop, it represents gluttony. Yep. Baruch assault is greed. Violet's pride. Yep. Mike is, well, he's like sloth. Uh, sort of. Kind of, yeah. Just the TV aspect, but that's kind of weak. Yeah, there's only five of them. There's not seven, mm-hmm. so... Well, lust and children, thats that crosses a line there. Like the way Gene Wilder played with Mike TV's hair? Oh, yes. There was that whacking the children with the cane. They're, uh, yeah, not exactly there's... hitting them, but there was a lot of stuff with the cane. Yeah, yeah. Waving the cane around children like that is, uh... Yeah. It's just weird. But lots of weirdness. Lots of weirdness. Like that uh, We Are the Music Makers, We Are the Dreamers of Dreams line. I always forget where it shows up in this movie, but it's creepy where it shows yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. No, this whole movie's fucking creepy mm-hmm. as shit. In, uh, in high school, in the choir room, that quote is on the wall. <laughs> and, and, you know, out of context, it's nice, and it's it makes sense, whatever. But... Right after licking at the wallpaper and the schnozberries line, yep. then we get that as he <laughs> takes her face and just creepily stares into it. It's yeah. Blue. Yeah, yeah. There's um, so much creepiness. Yeah. There were a couple of teachers in my high school who just absolutely loved this movie. Almost creepily obsessed with it. One was the choir teacher and the other one was the speech theater director. Yeah. Any play that we did as a... Uh, Warm up right before the show, get you yeah. ripped up group thing. <laughs> he would do the boat song, and oh all God. of the main characters, at least the male characters, would be running the pedal boat as he's singing the creepy ass <laughs> song and that was supposed to amp us up for the show. Oh, Lord. Looking back on it now, it's just weird. Bizarre. <laughs> Did it work though? That's Did you get amped I up mean, for the show? I mean, 
Yeah, it does the trick of getting you excited and <laughs> whatnot. All the fires of hell are glowing. And I'm sorry, there's no rowers on a paddle boat. Sort of, not really, yeah. You're, you're not doing any rowing. You're turning the paddle. Exactly. The paddle's doing the rowing. Oh, I don't get why you had to manually turn the paddle. It's, what's the Oompa Loop in the front doing beyond just steering? steering. But he was doing other the stuff. The Oompa Loop on the front is steering. The Oompa Loompas in the back are running the paddle. Come on! It's not that hard. As much exploitation of the Oompa Loompas labor as we can get in here. Oh, absolutely. But of course they were rescued. But it's better than being eaten by uh, snozwangers and Vicious canids or whatever. Vermicious canids, that bothers me just because vermicious canids are actually aliens from oh, the really? second book. Oh. Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Mm-hmm. It's very, very weird. First book's weird enough, but the second <laughs> book is very, very weird. Most second books are weird. I, I remember enjoying this to an extent because all of the awful children... Got their comeuppance, sort of had what was coming to them. That's nice. But, uh, in, in the end... Does it have to be packaged so creepily? Yeah. <laughs> Having seen the new one, where you see the aftermath of the children, Yeah, you, know, you see them leaving the factory, and Mike TV is like six feet tall now, and stretched out because he went through the tacky well, you puller. see the... You don't see that in here. No, the kids you, are just gone. It does. It does describe it in the book pretty well. I mean, they they go through what has to be done, but you don't yeah. see the aftermath of it. Not in this movie. Yeah, you know. there's at least some things in the remake that I got joy out of. That being yeah, one that, of them. Yeah, that that was nice. Mm-hmm. And also, the ending I feel is a little better because yeah, this one's just kind of like done, and you're like, um, you want it, have it. You earned it, It's my all boy. yours, and we're out. Yeah. What? The, uh, okay. At least there was some resistance. An acknowledgement of, you're fucking weirdo. Why are you taking such an interest in giving me your life's work? Yeah. It's not in here. It's just, oh boy! Oh gee whiz, thanks Mr. Wonka. Which, I hate the backstory for Wonka in the remake. Oh yeah, gosh. that's a problem. I'm not trying to endorse that. Okay, they at least right. tried to give him some sort of depth of character because in here there's nothing he's just strange yeah. candy man which is actually he's still less creepy than the candy man in the first half of the movie <laughs> first part of the movie yeah i'll give you that only by about half but that's still significantly creepy because that first candy man is just so creepy <laughs> but yeah i love gene wilder mm-hmm. and i do love him in this it he does a good job with the strange just... role that it is but it's just so abrupt. Everything about it. It's true. You know, the fact that we had 45 minutes of setup. It's not particularly flowy. I did appreciate yeah. the setup. Yeah, but then the, the other half and is everything it's just like, in the factory. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. yeah. One uh, endearing thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, Charlie is, for the most part, pure at heart and a good kid. You know, he gives the gobstopper back, and yeah. his only real issue is he just goes with the flow. Yeah. And sort of does what he's told, which is what got him in trouble with the fizzy lifting drinks. Because that was all Grandpa Joe's idea. But it's also no what got looking, him... let's nip some. <laughs> it's also what got him the factory in the end, though. Because he did what he was told, and 
And yeah, but then he did. He was a do good, what he quote, was told. good kid. But then Grandpa was like, oh, screw this guy. If Slugworth wants a gobstopper, he'll get one. And Charlie was like, no. Yeah, he did what he was told by Wonka. Oh, yeah. Sort of. Wonka didn't say to give it back, but he said, make sure no one else, you don't give it to anyone else. True. Yeah. But he went against Grandpa Joe. Yep. Well, because Grandpa Joe got him in trouble with the fizzy lifting drinks, and he saw that. That's true. Yeah. That was not good. So that was his little moment of standing up for himself and being the good kid. Just in time. <laughs> you know, he, could, he could have done it at the beginning with the fizzy lifting drinks. Of, no, he said we can't. Yep. Don't do it, Grandpa Joe. But no, no. I have to get in trouble. Be subjected to what adults make me do. I have to understand that disobeying Mr. Wonka was wrong. Now I will yeah. do whatever Mr. Wonka says. My corporate overlord. <laughs> I went against the contract I signed when I joined the company. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of interesting that there is that contract yeah. in there. And it's like any other contract, full of what the fuck, I can't even understand this shit. Yep. And the adults acknowledge that. And they go, what? What are you making my child sign? What the fuck's kids the matter with sign you? Every, sign everything put in front of them because... They don't know any better. They yep. don't, yeah. They just want the chocolate. I just want the chocolate. Mm -hmm. But then there's that wholesome moment afterwards when we get to the chocolate room and everything's eatable. Yeah. And you see all the adults sort of rediscovering their curiosity. Yeah. That's one of the better moments in here. True. All of the adults are pretty awful. But then they get there and just for a few moments. They're children again. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed. Not that I had the highest hopes going in. Yeah. I don't know which would have been worse today. Sir Caligula. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be a kid's movie. Yeah. And it fills kids with the wrong ideas, I believe. Marketing and capitalism and all of that. Listen to your corporate overlords, kids. And being two-timed by adults. They might give you... At Candy Factory, if you're good. Mm. If you do exactly what they say... You might get their you Candy Factory. fall into line, yes. If you let him sniff your hair. <sighs> God. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the message this sends kids. No. <laughs> the real takeaway here is adults are not your friends. No. They are going to... Screw you over. <laughs> Every chance they get. Do not trust adults. Oh. Don't trust anyone over 30. We say this is two people over 30. Yep. So. Totally agree with that. Interpret that however you wish, kids. <laughs> do you not trust us when we tell you not to trust us? <laughs> or do you trust us and don't trust other. Damn it! I lost it. Yeah. I didn't think you had it to begin with. Me Probably understand. not. Probably not. Uh, I don't even know if I recommend it. Nope. It's yeah. I recommend the book. Read the book. Okay. The book's great. The book. The book's great. From Screw Dark the movies. From Darkest Africa, you recommend the book. It's been updated. <laughs> it's Loompa Land now, I think. 
Well, I think it was always Lupaland. I think Lupaland was originally in Darkest Africa, mm-hmm. and now they just don't say. <laughs> well, they just leave it open. I don't know. I, I haven't gotcha. read the book in a while, and I'm really hoping I'm not misremembering the book, but I always remember being mad at the movie for not being as good as the book. Mm. So. It's at least an I'm endorsement for the book. Going here. to continue to recommend the book until I read it and find otherwise, which I hope doesn't happen. Kind of afraid to read it again now. <laughs> Or that childhood destroying. Yeah, maybe I should kill my childhood off, though. It's time, right? Um, No. I don't know. Fuck. Parts of your childhood, I say. Which parts, you know, consult your therapist. I'm not an authority to say which parts. Yeah. Maybe any part that involved the trusting of an adult. Generally. Kill that off. I've never went well. Not that I can recall. Anything with terrible children who influenced you to do bad things. Yeah, that wasn't well, good either. That's not it oh, really just come up in People in, here, in general, shit. Yeah. People suck. Oh my god. But at least here, the terribleness of each child, it doesn't rub off on anyone else. That is true. It just each child is uniquely awful in some way in their own way and they manage to keep that to themselves, yeah. thankfully. And it doesn't rub off on Charlie, who's for most part, portrayed to be a good kid. He's just easily swayed by adults, which... Is not good either. No. I guess it depends on the adult and their intentions and what they're making you do. Yeah. Don't want to think about that. Yeah, that gets very, very squicky. And after seeing inappropriate touching from adults on children in this movie and yeah. hair tousling and, and whatnot, it's, yeah. Yep. All right, I think I'm done with this. Yeah, lay off the sweets, kids, just a little bit. Some candy is great. Liquor is quicker, though, but you shouldn't be doing that either. Nope. Don't own a gun until you're 12. At least not a 45. At least not in Arizona. Follow us on Twitter. Support us. Patreon.com slash Cracker Classics. Give your chocolate money to us. Yes, we will eat your chocolate. Well, we will take the money you would have wasted on chocolate and (laughs) waste it on something else for ourselves or this movies. podcast exactly for the podcast sweeter movies than this one yeah. yes better movies please dear mm-hmm. god Russia like Peace. caligula <laughs> i'm gonna oh, make you watch that next week i guess okay i'll try to remember <laughs> <laughs> tune in next week to see if joshua remembers bye